Hello, welcome to podcast number 16 in the uh, Meanwhile in the Falklands from FITV. You may, the keener listeners out there may realise that it sounds completely different. That's because both of our pieces of equipment that we normally film this podcast on, normally, normally record this podcast on, are both abroad at the moment. So we're having to, what would Thomas would describe as a potato microphone and a potato camera. Um, so it does sound like we're in a bit of a tunnel. Anyway, I'm here, it's Paula. I'm here too, it's Katie. So that's just it, it's just us two. I know, I know. Well, and when, when we say that, obviously, it hasn't just been us two this week, because we've had Tom and Dan in the yep. other room doing our um, all the animations. Bits, yeah, all the animation things that just float right over my head, and they're very, very good at. And, and quicker at it, I think, from... The speed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, much, much quicker. Anyway, they laugh when I ask them questions too, so... <laughs> Before we start anywhere, I've got some corrections to make and some apologies. Okay. So, first of all, the What's On guide last week with the curry shots... <laughs> <laughs> ...were Gurkha curry shots, and possibly Gurkha curries didn't mm. appear in whatever it was that we advertised them as. Yes. So, that's a bit of a, a shame. Um, <laughs> this week's programme has got a package that was made by um, a previous employee of mm. FITV and he does pronounce Viscount as Viscount, so we apologise oh, oh, right, okay. for that. And also, <laughs> here we go. Last week, when I was having my um, rant about not being able to take um, knitting needles on the air bridge, I said, I'm. 45 year old woman with a back problem I'm not Matthew Bourne who obviously is a ballet dancer and what I really meant was I'm not Jason Bourne <laughs> that's because, but that's just because I'm there's then. just such a big difference between Jason Bourne and Matthew Bourne like if you're not Matthew Bourne like okay I mean, I mean obviously we don't know I mean Matthew Bourne might be absolutely lethal he might be with, he could be lethal <laughs> with a knitting needle His and a pressure book um, you can, yeah, you could do some damage with them. Those block shoes are really quite heavy. So, um, yeah, I apologise for that anyway. Um, I love that Matthew Bourne is where your head went. <laughs> like, you went to ballet dancer. Like, what? <laughs> okay. Anyway, here on our own, because uh, Thomas is in uh, Chile. Yep. Following the... Um, Doing a fantastic job. He's following the hockey yeah. teams out there and our social media pages are bouncing at the minute because he's putting out live updates and making comments on when they're, what they're doing and things like that. So if you didn't manage to catch that, you're able to view it after the events as well if you just want to know the specific scores by going on to our Facebook page, which is FITV, and you can find out all about the Stanley hockey teams that are in Chile. At the yeah, there. and they seem to be doing quite well as well. Yes, yeah. I heard that all the teams won yesterday. I, th I think a film needs to be made about that because they mm. are they're here in the Falkland Islands there's no ice rink and then they go over to Chile and uh, Grant just shoves ice skates on them it sounds like and off they go it's like the Mighty Ducks yeah. all over again it's brilliant um, so we were sitting here thinking about what we could talk about um, that's serious and uh, the skills shortage list <laughs> <Sorry>. came up <laughs> the skills shortage came up which is very very um, very very serious so yeah. if you don't know Obviously, the Falkland Islands is a very small um, mm. place, and we are short of people. And quite frankly, um, I mean, I've not really had it firsthand, but apparently there are people out there who sort of have a go at contract workers and stuff like that. But without them, 
without contract workers coming down here for their for their short term contracts that we wouldn't have things like um, well the lots school of things, yeah the hospital mm-hmm. and all these things are on the skill shortage list aren't they yeah and I think especially if you know contract workers coming down they give so much back to society most of them and things like that and well I think yeah I think that's it I think some people would say and and admittedly there are I've I've noticed that in the time that I've been here there are contract workers that come down here and make do their thing and and then go away right before their contract is finished because of better things come along or you know we Mm -hmm. were a stepping stone for them or whatever but there are a lot of contract workers who are desperate to stay down here absolutely um and are can't for some reason so that's something that they certainly should um should look at so we were looking at on the skill shortage list and then i said what what can you not do down here and there was a long pause before we came up with every anything yeah and the things that we did come up with are all a bit you couldn't do those in lots of places in the world. Yeah. So we came up, we couldn't be a theatre critic. Well, no. Really? <laughs> You'd be a bit slim on the ground. Yeah. We couldn't do it for a living. And um, a professional wrestler. I mean... We thought that. That is my dream career, and I cannot fulfil it well here. No, um, yeah, that would be pretty tricky down here. Yeah. But there are a few, and I think... I mean, there's, a, there's been cases of people that come down here who've got a certain skill... Um, who want to do that kind of job and then just create that for themselves. Well, so, that's the other thing, isn't it? Yeah. You sort of have to, especially for the students in school, they're obviously taught quite early that they need to think on on their feet and sort of think outside the box and make their own ideas come to life. You can't just sit back and let it happen. So I think it is good. Things like, obviously, there's been a, a quite a, a fancy hairdressers opened up quite recently and they've sort of gone a bit upmarket and made it all nice in there and things like that haven't they so that you can get a real quality experience and I think that's the sort of thing that you just need to work at down here Mm. and you can make it happen as they have. Yeah so we have been thinking about um, what careers there should be down here and and um, we started at the beginning obviously with um, A for accountancy and um, well, we just pulled an accountant off the street, actually. He was wandering past <laughs> the door. He was just wandering past the door and said, no, oi, you, in here. So here's our new section. And if I had my ukulele with me, this is where we would do the bring, bring for the next section. And we have are joined with by um, Stephen Fomes. Strangers you can the talk last now. name as oh, you. Let's talk. Okay, hi. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, you've been an accountant for a very long time, haven't you? I have apparently wanted to be an accountant since the age of 14. Yes. Wow. And you've got rather a lot of letters behind your name as well. Are you just collecting them? Are there yeah, anything you haven't got? Yeah, I can make up various words and sentences with them. Is that what you do when you're in between accounting? Yeah, in between jobs I just um, make up words and sentences with them. Yes. Okay. So we've discussed some questions that we, we want have. to ask you. So anyone who wants to be an accountant out there who's listening to this and thinking, well, how can I be an accountant? On, on the Falkland Islands, let's start with that. Yeah, I mean, is it possible if 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 I were to suddenly say today, do you know what I'm going to be an accountant? What would I do here? Uh, well, there's various routes you to become an accountant. Um, one of the routes available here is to do the AAT route, so the Association of Accounting Technicians, um, and you can do that here through the training centre. 
Um, and then uh, I don't think the AAT have ever had a woo in their life. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. a woo. Possibly it not. Sounds great. Um, and then you can do um, go on further and then choose once you've become a qualified accounting technician to either do uh, the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants, the Association of Certified Accountants, or the Association of Chartered Accountants in England and Wales or Scotland. Thank um, you. So, I mean, that's really, what, this is one of those careers that I think is really good because the students down here, they are, when they go to do A-levels, although they can do a handful of A-levels at the training centre, they go to the UK to do that. And if you were the sort of person who didn't want to leave here, doesn't want to go to the UK, where you've got no relatives, where you've got mm. no support network, you can actually train for this career in the islands. Yes, you can. Um, you can also do A-levels in the islands, um, which yes. is a little-known fact. Um, so there's a training centre. They don't do chemistry, apparently. Some A-levels. Yeah, we don't do not. chemistry, but then you don't need chemistry for accountancy, Well, do there are... You, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people get into accountancy by accident. Chemistry so go, of numbers, you know. Absolutely. They go away. I mean, when I was training, I think half, at least half of the people on my training cohort uh, were... Had done history or geography or some completely unrelated degree, and then did a um, uh, sort of foundation course um, as part of their first year of training. Mm. So we were thinking about questions to ask you. Yeah, um, I'm actually aware of a uh, person who's training to be an accountant here as well. Oh, yeah. So that might be something that we're able to speak with you and this person oh, together on. Look that would at be us. Look at it? Meanwhile in the Falklands podcast. We're bringing people together. Look, look at, at that. Look at Isn't that wonderful? Look at us go. Wonderful. Yes, yeah, so we have been thinking of questions for you. So the number four, how often do you use that one? All the time. <laughs> it's a part of my regular day's experience. For right, the interesting. The number of times it pops up is at least four. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, actually, I have to say, looking talking about the number four, um, the Penguin News this week. Oh, I said the PN word. And the dun, Penguin News dun, this week, um, they did a write-up on the drag show and said there were four. Uh, said there were three firemen. Actually, there were four. Do you think that's something that you, you think could teach yeah. them about yeah. counting? Do you think yeah, they're not so they're I'm not using the full range of numbers that's available? <laughs> Possibly to them. not. Although, in fairness. Um, the one on the far left was rather in the um, shadow, so maybe mm. he wasn't oh, spotted yes. from uh, okay. the angle that That's the penguin was represented. Let, let's in. give them that. Let's yeah. give them that. Anyway, we've had a very busy week this week. Um, we have. Um, doing lots and lots of things. There's lots of court on which we will just gloss over because that's mm. quite stressful. Um, you went to speak to Karen at Government House about... The Chevening Scholarship. I did, yeah. It was actually so interesting. The package that the Chevening Scholarship offer is amazing. So for those that don't know, it's offered to people that live in different parts of the world. Um, British Overseas Territories, I think it is. And they offer you, if you've got your undergraduate degree, you're then offered to be able to go and continue your studies with a master's and they fund you for that and give you various different bits to help you along the way. For example, I know that with the Chevening Scholarship they give you money that will help you to attend networking events because that's part of it. So they sort of teach you to progress your career. And it sounds like such a fantastic opportunity that people should definitely know about and be 
taken, making advantage of. Well, here in the Falklands, uh, the majority of Chevening scholars are, are Cockwells, actually, from the same family. Yeah, that's um, interesting. But Michael Poole, who um, was top of our MLA list for a long time, we have a, a list of MLAs in the office here that we score them on various frivolous points but uh, he was top of the leaderboard for ages he uh, went over and did a masters in business administration yeah and he's back in the islands now working at FIDC which you'll see on mm. uh, Falklands in Focus this week week 389 390 but I mean it all relates back to the skill shortage list because the achievement scholarship one of the um, deals with it is that you have to come back to the islands and for two years max so I think I think it's great that they are encouraging people with this potentially new set of skills that could be helping the skills shortage list to go and learn more and then come back. It is not the only scholarship that's knocking around because Stephen Flames, who happens to be sitting here as our random accountant that we've chosen, um, Stanley Services offer a mm. scholarship called the John D M Robertson CBE fund, don't they? Uh, they do indeed. Yes. How uh, does that work? Uh, basically, this um, company. Allocates ten thousand pounds a year, uh, usually around April each year, and we advertise it in all the media. Um, um, and applications come in, um, and it's it's really to so for anybody who is twenty one or over. Um, it's really concentrated on people that probably didn't go the education route initially, but have decided later on in of life that they want to take a career path um, and and it's not just academic is it no no very uh, most of the people in recent years that have been successful in getting um, funding um, it's been to do with uh, again widening the skill set within the full lines to be personalized so uh, we can say who it was it the, the um, Jeff and the beer works that was part of yeah that, that's Township. a particularly good example that's a fantastic people. example. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like his stuff very much. So do you offer that to contractors? <clears throat> uh, it's got to be perceived as being of benefits to the Falcons. Okay. That's one of the criteria. So uh, um, potentially, yes, in that case. Because mm. if it's seen as being potentially beneficial to the Falcons, mm. then yes. So lots of opportunities out there. If you're listening to this and you are in the Falklands, um, and you, 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 you're thinking about doing some more education. Obviously, there's lots of, of avenues open to you. And also, I think, I think one of the fishing companies has got a similar scholarship scheme as well. But anyway, um, also on this programme this week, we've got... Um, do you know what? I'm going to get up and find out what we've got. Because <clears throat> I can't remember, can you? Well, we've got lo- the, big, the big one that happened this week <laughs> oh yes the elephant in the room dare, yeah. dare we talk about it should we begin <laughs> should we begin oh, where on. do we begin please, please do You're <laughs> not, I, they're desperate they're desperate to talk the, about the it the drag show drag stravaganza which I'm not sure entirely the whole court of kings and queens were really pleased with that word but I think I, think I it enjoyed worked. it it's nice to say in the mouth, isn't it? Drag extravaganza. It sort of works pretty well. A lot of hard work. Um, actually, you were involved in that as well, weren't you, Steve? Yeah, um, there was a lot of hard work from a lot of people. A lot of people. And um, it was. It was a complete and utter team event from backstage who just 
that was Lisa and Mark who were just who kept fun. us right backstage. To oh be honest. my goodness, they were brilliant. <laughs> the lighting, which was just amazing, that was Chris and Nancy, uh, Soundly and um, Adrian did the sound, and then everyone who's behind the bar, Absolutely. people on the um, and going all the way, people on the door, you know, Jeremy, you stood outside all night long to keep us all safe. You know, it, everything. It wasn't just the performers. And an absolutely fantastic team who then all turned up the following day to help us clean up as well. It's how you do it, isn't it? So it was really, really pleased with that. We raised um, quite a bit of money, um, which mm -hmm. was split between three uh, worthwhile um, organisations. The first one, the bar profits went to FITV, because obviously, listeners, you'll know, uh, we're a very small company, so it's, it allows us to send... Well, it goes towards sending a team to cover the Ireland Games, which will be in Gibraltar next year. But also, we gave some to the Royal British Legion. Yep. They had um, half the door takings. And also, FIODA, um, the drama group, who um, a non-profit and... Um, you know, allows more productions to be put on in the future, doesn't it? Absolutely. So maybe that theatre could, could get a job down here one day. Yeah, oh, I love how you've done that. You've like wrapped it up round. That's what comedians do. You know. Yeah, bought it right back, right down. Right down. Um, that's fantastic. Right, looking for next week then. That's not yes. the board. That's the board. Oh, it looks a little bit empty. <laughs> well, Hannah's back on Monday. Her flight comes in hopefully if all goes well. Yes, yes, she should be back. Uh, GCSE results this week as well, apparently. So uh, we'll have to doorstep the school and, yeah. um, and get those, see what's happening there. Thomas will be uh, doing the second week of his hockey uh, tournaments, although I think the tournament's finished, hasn't it? And he's doing oh. the friendlies or something like that. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. So we'll find out, look on our Facebook page to find yeah, out yeah, what's happening there. Yeah, yeah, just go there, listeners. <laughs> and uh, I've put reading down here, but I don't know why. Um, I, I went into the school, I think it was last week, and spoke to a group of children who have got a reading group down there, mm -hmm. and they're reading um, a book by a guy called Andy Riley, I think, who um, has actually written to them and sent them a, a copy oh, wow. of the book and has written to them and, and drawn pictures and sent them Oh, that's them to amazing. Them. So they've got this sort of reading group, and mm -hmm. they, they're, reading, they're so passionate about it. So oh, I lovely. hope that we can put together something about um, reading there. What age are these students? Um, I don't know. I think Is it primary school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah oh, like year three or something. Yeah, year no, oh, nice. year four or something like that. Very um, good. They're probably sitting there listening to this game. <laughs> no, it was year five. I don't know. <laughs> they were in primary school anyway. No. Because um, we were going to promote my book again. Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we discussed this. Well. Because Katie is re-listening to a load of... A podcast series, which is very popular. It hit number one in the Apple podcast charts. Other podcast apps are available. And um, it's called... A, it's a comedy series about a person's dad who's written a book and then three friends are discussing the book and laughing at it. They've gone on tour with it, you know. They have. They've been yeah. all around the world. They're so good, yeah. So I'm listening to that and then thought, was thinking about how funny it is that his dad wrote that kind of book and then realised that actually I could start my own podcast series. Could. We could link it with Meanwhile in the Falklands. Yes. Called 
my boss didn't write a porno. That's right, because I didn't, and it wasn't. It was a very romantic book. So a very let's just romantic get that straight book. Great, right from okay. the start. But where can people get your book if they want to join me on there my are podcast other, series? There are other books available, obviously. There are other books available, um, but I would recommend this one if you want called, to read along with me. It's called The Pianist. Great. Um, and my writing name is Rita Seagull. Follow me on Twitter. Mm. Um, and yeah, you can get it from Kindle Direct Publishing. And then listen along with my new podcast. <gasps> I should do that. My boss didn't write a porno. Do you know what? Because there's, there's a bit of... Fr- the, the main character is French. Oh, great. And we could get Thomas to do all the French bits. Ah, he can be the man in it. Yeah. I'll be the woman. Great. Ah, so ah let's do that. That's Wonderful. It. Well, That's... join us on our next podcast journey, everyone. <laughs> We're ambitious here at FITB. So join us next time where we won't sound like we're in a tin can. No. Um, we'll, we'll be back to proper microphones. And um, that's my phone going off. And um, you could, don't forget, you can subscribe to watch FITV. You'll need to watch uh, week number 390 if you're listening along to this podcast. Um, go to our website, fitv.co.fk. Subscribe, um, like this podcast. Certainly do rate us five stars and leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about our new segment of our podcast as well. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Well, and also write in as to what we can call that new segment. Yeah, give us your ideas (laughs) and let us know if you would like to be an accountant and we can get Steve to answer your questions. Okay, we'll see you next week. Don't forget, I am not Matthew Bourne. Goodbye. Bye now. Bye.